email todayradio at rte.ie. Now, in recent years, vegetarian diets and meat-free meals have become increasingly popular with meat-free products now more readily available than ever. What are the best recipes for Meatless Monday? Well, joining me now is Doreen Allen of Ballymaloo Cookery School and JP McMahon of a near restaurant in Galway City. And thank you both for joining us this morning. Um, I might come to yourself, Adrina, on this first. You, some people, you know, would still have this idea of vegetarian meals as being tasteless or mush or, you know, you just don't get full in them, really, unless there's a bit of meat in them. Um, what's your view? Oh, my goodness me. Um, uh, vegetarian things are absolutely delicious. You want lovely fresh vegetables and lots of really good dressings and use lots of fresh herbs and, and uh, spices and so on. And here's where you can really be creative. But uh, I think if you are deciding to, uh, as many, many are, to eat less meat or go on a vegetarian diet completely, you need to be even more knowledgeable about the basics of nutrition to make sure that you're covering all the food groups and making sure you're getting your calcium and your protein and all the things that you might originally have got from meat. Uh, you want to get the, you can easily get them uh, uh, if you're on a vegetarian diet. But there's no question about it being stodgy or heavy or a uh, thing. It can be light and wonderful and super nutritious. And what uh, items then should be there, do you think, in, in terms of uh, making sure that you have a, a, a nutritious diet? What, what, what do you need to watch out for? Well, basically at the moment, of course, we're right in the middle of the summer, so there's a bounty and abundance of lovely fresh vegetables, a huge choice. But apart from that, you want to have some store-covered ingredients, like make sure you have the pulses, the legumes. And then there are lots of, uh, apart from, you know, haricot beans or cannellini beans, you know, think of pearl, couscous, quinoa, bulgur, frica, all of those different grains. They're very important in in, a di- in your diet as well. And then um, the, yeah, and then, of course, some you need dairy products as well. That's unless you're going to be vegan, uh, really good butter, really good dairy and really good eggs. Mm. So I'm always encouraging people to have a few hens in their garden as well to feed the scraps. And then the eggs are fantastic, really cheap source of protein and really, really good. Okay, JP, I'm imagining uh, some listeners sitting at home who are very fond of their meat and listening to Darina talking about lentils and pulses and bulgur wheat and and things like that and thinking, you know, sounds fine, but that's not for me. Um, Is there any recipes in your mind that would convince or convert a dedicated meat eater over to the vegetarian side? Well, I, I think um, stuff, particularly we're coming, we're in autumn now, so we have stuff like squash and like pumpkins coming in. Also, there's a, there's a whole host of wild mushrooms that grow, like chanterelles, but also field mushrooms. And I think combining those with uh, like nice salts and nice uh, nice olive oils, and then roasting them. I think it, it can it can match the experience of eating meat or fish or or anything like that. And I, I think it, it's also it's also very uh, it's a very colourful eating. And I always try and use the, the many colours of the seasons to really try and showcase all the different um, fruits and vegetables. And really, like August is a great time because we're still kind of at the end of the summer, but at the beginning of the autumn, so the, the fruits, plums coming in as well. So re- loads and loads of stuff to use. Okay, so you have a recipe for kohlrabi with butter and hay. Tell me about that. Oh, so this is, yeah, but not too many people cook with hay. Sometimes it's just for horses. But I use, I love using hay because it has a kind of, 
like almost like a dry thyme um, taste. And uh, you can put it in your oven and then put your vegetables on top of it and then roast them off. And you'll you'll get that kind of um, that, that smell of the of the meadow in your in, in in your house, and it's really just a simple roasting off the vegetable recipes. I love to roast vegetables whole. A kohlrabi is a good one because you can get it now, but um, celeriac later on in the season. But cauliflower also roasted whole is, is is really really good, and then you could carve it at the table. And and there, there's no uh, there's no loss for not having meat. So that would be a main dish, a main like that would be the centerpiece. Yeah, absolutely. Or it could be, I mean, I often think when I have vegetables, I, I normally combine um, different uh, different dishes, uh, different vegetable dishes. So rather than just having one main vegetable dish, I might pick four or five vegetables to cook and, and roast them all off and then, and, then, uh, and then serve them all together, almost like a kind of tapas. Um, what about yourself then, Dorina? You have a summer vegetable curry you'd want to share with us? Yeah, and that also has tofu in it, uh, which a lot of people are kind of scared of using tofu. It's a really important source of protein, again, for uh, people who are not eating meat. But this uh, uh, also, um, JP would love this because it's a great big dish with, uh, that you can add lots of vegetables into, plus squash or pumpkin. And again, here you have lots and lots of spices and ginger and cumin and coriander and everything that just uh, gives you a great big one pot, actually, it's from the One Pot Wonders book, that one last one that I did. And it's one pot of that really marvellous main course uh, um, and that you can just, t- everybody can just tuck into and have a lovely green salad with as well. It's mm-hmm. got coconut milk in it. A lot of these dishes actually are also accidentally vegan, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, another, so basically they would be for both vegetarians and vegans. Then there's another, I sent you another lovely little... Sorry, actually before, for- before you move on, because I do want to hear about the next one, but uh, you mentioned tofu and I struggle, I have struggled so much with tofu. I really, really want to get it right and I would eat it when I'm out, but I can't seem to get it right at home. I've bought the firm tofu it still disintegrates in the frying pan on me it doesn't get any taste I don't know how to cook it well um, if you when you get the little block of, of firm tofu just take it out of the packet and then just kind of you could weight it down a tiny bit just uh, so to get extra moisture out of it then cut it into you know reasonable size cubes that you can turn easily on the pan you can either poach them first before you add them to something or else you can just fry them off so get, they get a little caramelised on each side why are they breaking up on you Sarah? I don't know there's just loads of little white blobs in my frying pan you know it's, it <laughs> doesn't look good it doesn't me. taste good it's all right. well, it's really good it's good to or look even bigger bits again so it's easier for you to turn them over give it a little time medium a medium high heat so it seals on the outside and then you can add it into anything from uh, spinach or a tomato fondue or something and maybe add a few little um, chickpeas or something to it as well and you know it's, it's super good for you and really quick and easy because you can have it in your uh, in your fridge mm. you know to use whatever you want well like you said I might have to come down to you for, for <laughs> <laughs> one-to-one instruction on that one um, JP what else do you have for us on this um, oh god I can't recall the other recipes I sent you and now I sent in a good few um, I think I sent in a cauliflower um, a cauliflower and cheese which I know yes. for some people is retro but I, I it always takes me back and I, I love it because it's, it's, it's such a comfort food um, and I always poach the cauliflower beforehand in boiling water a lot of people just chop up the cauliflower put the kind of bechamel and cheese sauce over it and pop it in the oven but I find that giving the cauliflower two or three minutes in boiling water just helps tenderise it and then it also helps 
caramelize it uh, in the oven. Making the white sauce is really simple, just 50 grams of flour and butter, making a little roux and then pouring in your warm milk and then pick a really nice cheese, like whether it's an Irish farmhouse cheese or another um, Spanish or French cheese, but a cheese you really like and you can go with two or three cheeses and definitely like that can be the centrepiece with a, with a nice kind of autumn salad of some uh, plums and some sunflower seeds or something mm. like that. But as Darina said, you want to make sure you're you're hitting all the bases with um, your uh, vitamins and minerals. So I think it's really important that you get nuts in there and you get fresh fruit in there. And like, like even though I love meat and I love fish, there is much more diversity in the vegetable world. And particularly when you go out into the wild and pick herbs and that, there's there's so much to explore. And even if you're going to have it with less meat, I think it's 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 really exciting. Now, you have a recipe, Doreen, I think you were about to tell us about it, uh, for red lentil dal. Oh, yeah. Now, there are lots and lots of dals that are made, of course, on lentils. And they're, oh, golly, I've got about 20 recipes for dal. But this is my quickest and easiest one, really. It's a red lentil dal, and it's got lots of turmeric in it as well. And served then with a little tamarind relish. I know some of these ingredients may sound very exotic um, to people maybe who haven't been experimenting. But honestly, you can get tamarind and, uh, you know, sumac and zatar, all of these things in most supermarkets now. And dal is really... Kids love it, everybody loves it and you can make a big pot of it and it actually can reheat as well. But the little carrot and spring onion fritters I sent you Sarah there, this is a lovely little basic recipe where you can grate um, carrots or and, and other vegetables too, maybe chop up some spring onions mix it up with an egg and some little uh, seasoning and so on and fry it off in little patties on the pan absolutely delicious really easy to make kids can help you with it and you can have a little um, a little garlic mayonnaise or coriander aioli or something with it to dip and that recipe you can do lots of variations on it so I love recipes like that that Mm. you can start off with and then depending on what you happen to have in terms of a vegetable to grate add it into it taste it and off you go All right. well thank you both so much for joining me with those delicious recommendations I do have a text from a listener suggesting I don't cook tofu on too high a heat because then it disintegrates and I think you mentioned that as well Dorina keep it on a medium heat so maybe you've all solved my tofu cooking problem for me this morning thank you all that's Dorina Allen uh, from Ballymaloo Cookery School and JP McMahon from a near restaurant in Galway